I don't know any heathens, do you guys? Maybe. We might. <laughs> I don't know. Are there any heathens out there listening to Parababble? We're at least 50 of them every week. There you go. <laughs> Literally a double that. Welcome to the show. All right. What could they be watching or listening? It's the big show. It's the Parababble show. The big yeah. Parababble show under the Parababble tent. The tent. Where's the tent? At the circus. Okay. The dark, broken down <clears throat> circus that is Parababble. The one on our profile cover photo thing? Yes. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, we are, um, without our good buddy tonight, I believe he was swallowed up by the river of hell. He's swimming through it. Uh, hopefully the current takes him up north again so he comes back up this way. There you go. But... Yeah, that's the last I heard. So from Jeff. Jeff is not here tonight. And we're really I'm really sad about it actually because this show has been a year and a half in the making. Right? Yes. We are tonight discussing Witches! Witches! Yay! Witches! <clears throat> I don't understand what that song had anything to do with witches then. Oh well. <laughs> it's all about the heathens. Yeah. Don't mess with them. Don't mess. Those are our yeah. peeps. <laughs> so without Jeff being here, we had to bring in a resident witch. That's right. Of so we have Miss Cheryl, aka Magnolia Starbreeze. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> right? Isn't it though? <laughs> That's a great witch name. It's awesome. I do also good. like it myself. Magnolia yes. Starbreeze. You got it. Mm-hmm. So why, why would anyone ever hang someone with a name like that or burn them at the stake? Well, that's that's why I changed my name. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted, you know, to just be quieter about things. When I was Gretel, it was all over back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to uh, say that my... My witch name is not nearly as fun, so I'm just going with um, my normal name, Allison. <laughs> no witch name? I don't know. I mean, I came across a couple that I thought were interesting, but nothing really seems to be fitting exactly right. So I think I'm just going to use my own name. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, whatever works best, though. Right. Yeah. And who are you? I'm Rob. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we got the introductions out of the way. There you go. And now we have to discuss witches. And without Jeff being here to try to burn us at the stake. He probably would, too. I know he would. No. He, he likes to do that for some reason. He likes to talk religion and all things that I don't like to talk about. <laughs> so I'm kind of, uh, I don't know, like I, I miss him because, you know, he's part of the, the Parababble fam. But at the same time, this might actually be a... Painless conversation. I don't well, know. When I knew he wasn't coming, I kind of made up for it. Oh, I found geez, some stuff. Wow. Really? About maybe. Uh oh. Probably not as intense as Jeff would have. Damn. Just some info. So we have to talk about witches because it's come up a lot on the show. It has. Yeah. We're um, getting all the big heavy hitters out of the way lately. Yeah. Vampires, werewolves, witches. You just lump us right in there with. Yes. That's nice. <laughs> hey, werewolves and vampires. And, um, oh my. What was the last one we did? No, I was, I actually totally blinked on the last episode that we had. 
two weeks ago that Hinsdale? we didn't at all just record recently. Hinsdale. Yeah. Yes. I forgot. <laughs> it was so memorable for you that you forgot yeah. it as soon as it happened. I was like, I felt like there was one other big one. You're like, I'm just done. I'm done with it all. I am. I'm retiring. You yeah. can't retire. Yep, I'm done. No, not happening. So anyway, <laughs> okay. moving on past that, because that's just not going to happen. No. We are Parababble. This is the Parababble podcast. People want to get a hold of us, they can reach us at Parababble. That's right. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Uh, at Parababblepodcast at gmail.com. No. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> Close. Where can people send their hate mail? Well, it is parabellopodcast at gmail.com. Okay. There's no at in front there of you at go. Parabell. It's It's all very confusing. Just <laughs> Google Parabell and you'll be able to find us. Yeah, we're the only one out there. Yes, <laughs> there is no other. I think. There could be only one. There could be only one. Thank goodness. <laughs> Cheryl's like, I am never coming back to this show. Night? No. I am done. I'm sorry. You have to write your witch name down so I can Magnolia. It's Magnolia. Okay. Magnolia. Oh, that. Uh, that's my first part. <laughs> yes. So, um, Miss Magnolia, mm-hmm. as a self proclaimed witch, mm-hmm. um, we had to bring you on the show so that we could actually talk about what being a real witch is all about. Okay. Because when we've gotten into it in past episodes, there's a lot of misconceptions. <clears throat> out there about what witches are and what witches aren't. And I am usually the one to jump in and try to defend it, and usually I am outnumbered, but not tonight. That's right. (laughs) As we both stare at Rob. (laughs) Should have picked a witch name. (laughs) Should have picked a witch name. You're going to pick a witch name before the end of the show. Uh So a lot of people think, you know, stereotypical witch... You know, green skin, big nose, warts. Yeah. You know, cackly laugh. Yeah, just black unstable, pointy. mean, right, crazy, black pointy hat. Yes. That's oh. racist. <laughs> That's also kind of true. <laughs> um, but witches have been around forever. They sure have. This is not a new thing. Uh, I know I've touched a little bit about it before on the show that you know the witches were the most important people in town. Mm-hmm. Many, many years ago. Yes, they were. And if you wanted your crops to grow, or you had a toothache. They were your healers. They yep. were your people that, you know, even back in the day when, you know, we have a lot of history with, obviously, kings and queens, and I know we still have that, but you know what I mean. Maintain James? Sure. <laughs> but, you know, they have reached out to what they would consider to be witches, but they were for a good purpose. They were to help someone, like almost like a midwife, mm-hmm. you know, help with childbirth or help with healing of some kind of element. Um, you know, and, and they were very popular for that in the day. And are you making a witch's hat on your piece of paper? Yes. I'm watching you right now. <laughs> It's a really pathetic looking witch hat, by the way. I'm not a good artist. <laughs> but, you know, they have always been um, misunderstood. So, when did you know you were a witch? Oh, goodness. Um, I, I don't even know that I knew I was a witch. I just knew that I knew... I knew that I was interested in those things that would be considered witchcraft or a witch, whether it be 
herbs and healing stones and different types of practices that are what some religions would consider praying. But maybe this is more of, you know, your own kind of um, circle gathering and, and talking about things that you want for other people. Um, and I found myself more interested in, you know, in that nature part of, of healing and just trying to bring part really good energy. And that would be considered a witch, if you want to use those terms, for, you know, for a lot of different people. And it doesn't mean it's anything negative. I don't have a, a person I worship. You know, there is no, you know, um, male or woman, even for that matter. I just kind of take pieces of what I feel are, are going to work towards a better solution for things. And I practice those. I don't know if, if it, there was ever, like, a point either where I just, like, woke up one day and I was like, I think I'm a witch. Um, I just did a lot of stuff when I was young that mm -hmm. I think my mom was like, that kid ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't think most kids, like, go out and pick up pretty rocks and then paint them with clear nail polish and want to, like, keep them forever because they're so pretty and it's a rock. And I used to have a little crocheted pouch that I don't even remember where I got, but I'll never forget it. It was, like, blue, and it had maroon around the top, and it had a little drawstring, and I used to keep all my pretty rocks in it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to bring it around, <laughs> put my pretty rocks in it. Um, and I just, I, I struggled with, like, where do I fit in with religion? That was, like, a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. So I was raised Catholic, pretty much Roman Catholic. You know, my family's Italian. Um and I made all my sacraments through church growing up and, you know, did the whole thing. But I never really felt like that's where I was supposed to be, you know? Like, it wasn't, I never had that connection. Like, maybe a little bit to, like, the saints and things like that. You know, the supernatural side yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. Where it was, like, people doing things that weren't normal. Um, but it just never felt totally right. And I went to a couple other churches with some of my other friends growing up, trying to figure it out. Um, I know like you and I, Cheryl, have talked and, you know, you got into like the Buddhist religion mm -hmm. for a while yeah. thinking like maybe that will be where my spot is. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think one day it was just like, I don't need those things. You know, it was just like a self-realization that that's not what works for me. That's not where I'm supposed to be. Like I'm supposed to be exactly where I am right now. And it's, at least for me, it was really super... Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but to find other people that can relate to that, that know, like, what you're talking about. Like, Rob's looking at us like we're Absolutely. crazy right now. Yeah, we just, we just don't look that way. <laughs> <laughs> he made a really pathetic hat on his paper. We're good. <laughs> but it's so important that it's not... <laughs> and a face with a crazy nose. Come on now. <laughs> that people understand that it's not religion-based. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you can be pagan or Wiccan or... You know, Absolutely, some and they of... are entirely different mm -hmm. things. Yeah, and when people ask me, like, well, what what do you identify with? Like, what are you? And I just say, well, I'm a witch. Because mm -hmm. that's how I feel. Yeah. You know, if you have a job you want to get, yeah, I'll help you out. Yeah. You know, if you're having problems in your love life, yeah, I'll help you out. Mm -hmm. If your kid's sick, yeah, I'll help you out. Yeah. But I don't need to, you know, worship anything because of that or give praise to it it's sort of like your own it's a manifestation of what you put out there and I think using the word witch is probably the easiest because if you were to describe 
anything. People always just want to put a quick label on things. But if someone asked you to describe your own being, your whole soul and essential being, how would you start that? You wouldn't be able to just say, oh, I'm a girl or I'm a boy. I'm, you would start thinking about all the things you encompass. I'm a, a daughter, I'm a, you know, a father, a mother, a brother, um, but I'm also kind or I'm also you know, interested in this. I'm also, you know, I have brown hair. There's so many things. And I think that's where it gets silly where people will say, oh, you must be Wiccan or you must be pagan because you identify as a witch. And it's like, well, no, I, I identify as a witch because that's a little easier for all of you to understand. Right. Because I'm way more than all of those things. I'm a whole lot of wonderful things in one soul. Well, and I think you try to put it into boxes for people mm-hmm. so they understand Yes. It. And you know, for us, it, there is no religion in it, mm-hmm. you know, so to say that you have to be one thing or the other, mm-hmm. you know, as free as Wiccans and pagans are compared to a traditional dogmatic religion, it's still a religion. Absolutely. There's still set ways to practice. Mm-hmm. There's still set, you know, beliefs Rules. in there. Yeah. yeah. And we only have one rule. Yeah. <laughs> you just... Don't screw, don't screw anybody. Yeah, you just <laughs> make sure that you realize what you're putting out there, you're getting back. Right. So you better put the, your best foot forward. And I think, too, is that, um, you know, I think that, as you said, kind of like, there, there is always a, if you want to use the word religious, there's always a religious aspect to anything you do. Because, again, like I said, you know, people pray to, you know, to help someone or, or, or whatever else. But some people also do their own little healing exercises or ritual work or, or whatever else. And it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just maybe not called that and it's maybe done a little differently, but it's really the same aspect. The same aspect is to put a whole lot of energy into supporting something that you want to see happen. Yeah, a ritual is a ritual. Yeah. Whether you're going and getting the body of Christ, yeah. or you're lighting a candle, yeah. or you're, you know, kneeling it's, three times to Mecca. Yeah. It's whatever intention you're putting out there. It's all that energy and that, you know. Rob is struggling with this. Uh, Do you know what this show is reminding me of right now? Hmm. You, you've seen the skit on SNL with the NPR girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. When they're talking about the, um, like with uh, Alec Baldwin, they're talking about the Shreddy Balls. And they're both, like, having the conversation, and Alec is just kind of, like, sitting there listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of what Rob's doing right now. Well, it's just strange, because all the research I did from all these crazy, I mean, these religious people, Uh-huh. I'm a little confused, because as you guys are talking, I didn't hear you talk about how you worship the devil and serve him at all yet. Yeah, because like, where's that? we don't. <laughs> I mean, you didn't talk about how you like poisoning people no. them and killing no, them. No, we don't all, like all, poisoning people. It just might have to be done once in a while. All in the name of Satan? <laughs> no? No. This is no. conflicting information. It, it, it is. It's very much so. Well, there's a, couple of, there's a couple of things that I think we have to talk about when it comes to talking about things like that. First of all, most religions are man-made religions. They worship males, their patriarch societies, things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're threatened by the fact that a woman could be seen as powerful in any way, shape, or form, so they have to demoralize that. Yes. And the way that they do it is to make her seem crazy or unstable or evil or, yep. or any of those things. 
But here's here I'm going to dispel this for you right now. You ready, Rob? Yep. We don't worship Satan because Satan is part of a religion. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we are not religious. That's right. It's almost like a religious person made that up. Right? Right? It's almost like a, a German Dominican monk in the 1400s made it up and people still believe it. It yeah. could very well be. Uh, huh. Huh. Yeah. Who would have thought? Um, is that the same gentleman that wrote a book about how to find witches and what to look for? The Malleus Malficarum. Yeah. Yeah. A.K.A. the Hammer of the Witches. That's what persecutors used in the 1600s when they started killing witches. The Hammer of the Witches. Yep. Sounds like a metal album from the 80s. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But it's really sad. I mean, if women owned property, you know, their husband died and they had property to themselves and some other male in the town wanted the property and couldn't marry the woman for whatever reason the next thing you know she was being hanged as a witch so that they could take over her lands or her mm -hmm. stock it's all of wealth and whatever Heinrich Kramer, it's all his fault yep. <laughs> he gave everybody that excuse by writing the hammer of the witches yeah, it's kind of sad. It was basically a blueprint on how to find a witch. And none of it had any real levity in anything. Mm -hmm. He just made shit up. Yeah. Like how they had, you know, three nipples and... <laughs> <laughs> I lost that a long time ago, that third one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was when I was Gretel. <laughs> now there's just cosmetic surgery. It takes care of all there those things. There you go, things. right? That's <laughs> why so I'm Magnolia now. <laughs> Did you happen to find any other weird, strange things that he looked for? Um, not specifically what he looked for. Um, I just, from what I saw here, the, uh, the Hammer of the Witches was wrote as an argument that witches exist and they serve the devil. Of course, mm, obviously. Of course. And it eventually became the legal manual for hunting and executing witches. Okay. It stressed that witches enjoyed poisoning, maiming, and killing in the name of Satan. Witches were heretics, and they made a pact with the devil. Of course. And this, of course, was all around the time when people were, like, really drinking the... Kool-Aid? Whatever, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the Catholic Kool-Aid, uh -huh. Christian Kool-Aid, whatever have you, in Europe. Because it started in Europe in the 1500s, late 1500s, early 1600s, and then, of course... Came over here in the late 1600s in Salem. Yeah, the Hammer of the Witches caused yeah. a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of shit happen with that. It's pretty interesting because um, you don't see anyone that practices going door to door, knocking on the door with the Book of Shadows, saying, you know, you need to find our religion and um, so come, come join us. Yeah. We're not at the corner handing out pamphlets. We're doing our own thing because it moves us as a singular person, but we can also get together as groups. But it, this is what we do. We're not trying to make everybody else be a part of that. That's something that you just feel and feel comfortable with. What? It's almost like it's more accepting and like, right? Well, we can't have that. No, I know. No, nope. nope. We should well, hang, hang everyone who thinks like that. That's right. And I think that's one of the great things about it is that everybody's path is different. Absolutely. So my path is not going to be Magnolia's path, which is not going to yeah. be your path, which is not going to be anybody else's path. Those paths might intertwine from time to time, but your journey is your own. 
So when you think about being in charge of your own destiny and being in control of what happens to you and the things that take place around you, that's a pretty empowering feeling. It's pretty scary for those people that don't know how to feel right. empowered, that need someone to really kind of dictate who they're supposed to be as a, as a person and, and their beliefs, to know there's all these people running rampant out there that have their own decision-making skills and ability to do things on their own is really kind of scary for people. Yeah, and I think that was a big drawback for me for organized religion was just how crappy it makes you feel. Yeah. You know? We're kind of like heathens. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, because if, if, you know, I mean, I remember coming home, being in fifth grade and crying to my mom because I was at reconciliation class and they were telling me that I was a sinner and I was a terrible person and I had to repent. And I, I, I'm, you know, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. What could I possibly have done? Yeah. <laughs> that would be so terrible. Exactly. And I just remember, like, a lot of fear, you know, like, of course. somebody's always watching. You always have to do the right thing. Like, you can't. You know, do something bad. You can't screw up. Don't think outside of your own. Yeah. Like, like this is what we teach you. That's it. And you can't think outside of it. Once you do, you're dangerous. So, Ron. And you're a woman. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's the biggest piece of it. <laughs> yes. Um, before you, you met your witch sisters, did yeah. you, have you ever met a witch before? I could have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You could have. <laughs> do you think that... Um, You'll end up being a witch at some point? I don't think I'm in anything. You have no no affiliation to anything? Mm-mm. You're just kind of hanging out? Yep. Should we find out what your witch name is? If we have to. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of surveys out there that'll help you along. <laughs> I know, Miss Starbreeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's Magnolia Starbreeze to you. <laughs> There is. There's a witch's survey with the ten questions to take. Okay. So this might actually convert me if I have a really badass witch name. All right. So we got to go through this, though. Okay. It might be a struggle. It might take a whole minute, but we got this. It might take more than a minute for me. (laughs) I might need some help. Okay, so there's ten questions here, and at the end it's going to give me a very calculated witch's name. Okay. Okay. So question one. A witch's intentions are defined by her aura. Yours being darkest black, leaving naught but your piercing eyes visible. A deep scarlet that envelops your body. A misty pale blue that dances about your shoulders. Oh, you got blue on. I gotta go with a misty pale blue that dances about your shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Question two. Your enchanting form is shrouded from view within a hellish vision of webs, torn burlap, and mysterious ooze. Pageant, a pageant of bedazzling jewelry and luxury threads. That's not me. <laughs> Silken robe that delicately presents your beauty. It's somewhere between one and three there. Either the, <laughs> the, hellish, the hellish vision of webs turned burlap, torn burlap and a mysterious ooze or the silken robe that delicately presents your beauty. I think it's more the ooze for you. You're, yeah. you're very horror-based. I don't see you in delicate little robe. No. Thing. No? No. no. So sorry. It's tough because those are two very similar que- answers, so I guess I'll go with the, t- the first one then. 
<laughs> Your scent beguiles those around you. You choose an intriguing Egyptian musk, the pheromones of a slaughtered leopard queen, a pleasing sensual jasmine. <laughs> um, what's a leopard queen? Like an actual leopard animal or like queen that's turned into a leopard? I don't we have no idea. Us. I'm thinking if it's slaughtered, probably a leopard animal. The, like the queen of the pack. Hmm. I guess I'll go with that one then. There you go. <laughs> Alright, we're making progress. You were identified as a witch during childhood after you made the earth swallow your playground rivals, were born in a halo of stardust and light, Devoured your own siblings in your eureka. I'm in number two. Yes. <laughs> None of these really apply to me very much. Well, none of them really apply to anyone. You kind of have to best judgment. You're not going to get an answer that's like, oh, that's definitely me. I would go with the third one. I'm going to say, yeah, probably that one. <laughs> 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 to travel vast, unnavigable distances, you choose to take the vulture's form, feasting on any prey in your path. Ride a broomstick; it's traditional and it vibrates. <laughs> Control the wind, soaring gracefully along its path. I kind of like the idea of being a vulture. Right? Yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Although the prey part, I don't know. I mean, only. Maybe chickens here and there. That's yeah, fine, but okay. Oh, you were slaughtering uh, whatever before panthers or something. What was it? Leopard. Leopard. Yeah. Pete is not gonna like us after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> these words and these discussion. <laughs> okay. Question six. Bella Thanatos, a voluptuous harlot, tries to tempt your lover away. You are bitch. Yeah, what a bitch. <laughs> Angered, you must destroy this foul wench. Not bothered. Plenty more fish in the sea, including her if she tries again. Intrigued by the possibility of a supernatural menage a trois. <laughs> Let's destroy this foul wench. That's what I said. <laughs> um, how many infected pews to... Why are these words today with me? Because they're... I don't know. How many infected postulars? Postulars. I don't even have to see it. Yeah. <laughs> bestow upon your mortal enemy. Okay, so in order to do this one, I need to know what a postular is. A postular is a boil. Okay. Yes. So how many do I infect on my enemy? Enough to spell out your name on their backside. One for every poor on their wretched body. None. Let them learn from their mistakes. Um... Well, number one and two are kind of the same, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One for every poor on their wretched body. <laughs> we're almost there. We're on, we're on eight. All so right. We're, we're, we're getting there. Coming across a wounded animal in the forest, you decide to fashion it into a revealing animal skin playsuit. <laughs> Nurse it back to health, health before setting it free. Heal and enslave the beast as a fierce animal companion. That's totally you. There you go. Heal it and enslave it as a beast? Yes, as your companion. Well, you're either going to wear its skins. Oh, I'm not going to wear its skin. <laughs> Are you going nice. to heal it and send it on its way? It depends on what kind of animal it is. See, that's why we're thinking number three. 
Yeah, cause because then like, you can like keep it along and be yeah, like, like, yeah, you get in my way. I got yeah, Lucy like, over can, here. I She's going to kick your butt. Like I can use a buddy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> but I wouldn't be enslaved. It would be like my friend. Yeah. Well, it is your companion. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. So question nine. Night draws in and tired of sorcery, you head home to your clandestine Bordeaux of pain and pleasure. Filth cavern inhabited by ravenous winged aped devils. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Diamond palace behind a glorious waterfall. <laughs> See, now I like the idea of ape devils, but I don't like the idea of a uh, filth cavern. <laughs> You know, if I could have a diamond palace behind a glorious waterfall with winged ape devils, <laughs> that, would, that be would be perfect. Yeah. That would be perfect. That would be anything the most you want. Yeah. So this one's got to be a coin flip. I got to go with the ape devils. So I can't go away from the ape devils. <laughs> <laughs> what is your witch's name? I don't know how to say this. Corpulence Wormgash. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. That sounds a little badass. What kind of witch are you? What does it say? Yeah. Gives you a little explanation there. Devilishly cunning witch. Corpulence takes great delight in the suffering of her enemies, with particularly savage punishment bestowed upon her love rivals. Known for turning beautiful women into hairy, gibbering meat sacks, her (laughs) cleverly devised curses are feared by all. Wow, you're a pretty powerful I'm witch. I'm doing my quiz again, man. Yours is way cooler than mine. I'm all sweet and cute and... Carpalus Wormgash. <laughs> Wormgash, though. Mr. Wormgash. Wow. Huh. No. Okay. All right. Hmm. Well, now that we figured that out... Yeah. What, um, how many different kinds of witches are there? Oh, there's so many different kinds of witches. It's a good witch or a bad witch, right? Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Mm-hmm. There are so many. Bad witch. We have, oh gosh, you name it. Um, Can anyone be a witch? 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Just even a saint. Well, they gave me a witch's name. There's a what? A, satan- a satanic witch. Ooh, even, yeah. There's like, there are all different kinds of witches, but, you know, the ones that we hear a lot about are, you know, your eclectic witch, which is where they kind of pick a lot of different um, traditions and make their own personalized form of their own practice. You have your elemental witch who practices by honoring and acknowledging the the elements like the water, earth, air, fire, and spirit. You have your fairy witch who is an eclectic witch who seeks to um, commune with the fairy folk and also the natural spirits. Um, There's ceremonial witches um, where it's Great deal more ceremonial magic that's used. There's a green witch, which is a garden witch, um, who practices with you know your natural items and places. Um, your hedge witch, your there's kitchen witch. Person's gonna cook you up something really nice and use all that as a a form of you know putting good energy into things. There's your your solitary witch who's basically practices alone, but you know um, some solitary witches can kind of get together and you know work together as well. I want to meet every one of these witches. Right, there's so many. I, I didn't <laughs> list all of them. I mean, I there's so many more. But honestly, um, 
you know, I think that there's definitely your your um, satanic witch who's going to follow, just like there's satanic people that follow certain kinds of their own religions. So do witches only come out on Halloween? No, believe it or not, they don't. They come out and all, they're, they're out every single day of their lives, <laughs> hanging out with you um, at Tim Hortons and... Um, Recording on the bus podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they're there. Um, they're doing everything right along with you, just like a Christian would or anybody else. Do you feel like it's really difficult, though, to still like be open about being a witch? I think that it's, yes, I think, but it's not the way it used to be. I think that in the past, if you even were expected to be a witch, um, then that could very well mean your death. I think nowadays people just look at you like you're absolutely crazy, that you're not um, that you're not reliable, that you're you know there's something off with you. And it's funny because, as we know as ourselves, um, we're very professional women. We have a professional career, we have degrees, we have everything you know that maybe kind of takes away from that stereotype of being a witch. You got your hand up. Yes, Mr. You. Um, what, what's your name again? Worm Dash. Um, yeah. Worm, worm, worm Dash. Worm, yeah. Other. <laughs> you. It's funny that people look at you and think you're crazy. Yeah. When these are the same people that are probably going to like church and like eating yeah. crackers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And drinking wine and saying yeah. it's like blood and stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> I would but agree. that's normal. 100%. That's sane. <laughs> Apparently so. That's acceptable. Yes. But the person, it might be adding a couple little herbs together to make a really great ointment that might like just smell really good and make your, you know, your senses of maybe like, oh, I don't know, like lavender maybe relax you or something. You know, that's wrong and bad and there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You could buy that stuff in a store too. Well, and I think like what bothers me too is that a lot of organized religion think that if they go to church and they ask for forgiveness, they get a clean slate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's always bothered me that people could commit, like, murder and then be like, oh, you know, I believe in, I've been, you know, cured, I, I, I I've been reborn, so. and, you Which, know, uh, Jesus loves me, and now I, I'm absolved of my sins, and it's like... Which, you don't. We don't ever get to do that. I need to look this mm-hmm. up because I know it's like one of the major serial killers did that. Was it John Wayne Gacy? Maybe. I mean, it's really. It's kind of. I don't know. It's hard for me to swallow because you know I feel like I live a pretty good life. Absolutely. And this has always been a, <clears throat> a thing that I, I've gotten into. Like even Jeff and I have had these conversations. You know, people always say to me, "Well, what are you going to do when you pass away and God's actually there?" And he's in judgment of you because you didn't go to church and you didn't practice religion. You didn't do these things. And I always just say that if I lived a good life and I'm a good person, then why would he fault me for any of that? And you're going to have great company. I'll yeah. be there. A lot of us will be there. We're all hanging out together. So either way, you know, it's all good. I mean, I just feel like if, if that is the way things turn out, I mean, he gives you free will so that you should be able to make your own yeah. decisions. And if you choose to be a good person for your life and do good things for people, then... How is that a fault at all? Absolutely. And you know, to, to be honest with you, witches are found in every religion. You're going to find your Christian witches, <coughs> excuse me, Jewish um, Jewish witches, your Buddhist witches, people that practice, they, they can practice a religion and still follow witchcraft. Oh, that's mind-blowing. It happens. Mind-blowing. Right? I know. <laughs> They're everywhere. We're everywhere, people. Just so you know, we've invaded the world. 
John Wayne Gacy was Catholic. <coughs> yeah, are there any witch serial killers in the world? Let me look that up. That's a good question. <laughs> now I'm on a serial killer mm-hmm. pick. <laughs> but I just think that it's hard now to be open about what you believe and what you feel because there's still so many misconceptions. And, you know, I, I mm-hmm. come across a lot of people just going, oh, well, then, you, you know, you're Wiccan. It's like, no, I'm not a Wiccan. Yeah. I don't have anything against people that are Wiccan or no. pagan or Catholic or Jewish or anything else. No, it's just, just not identify. how I identify. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's like you kind of always find yourself trying to explain. It's just like if, what it you know, if a person goes to church, we don't automatically say, oh, you're a Catholic or you're a Christian. or Because there are so many different types of religions and followings. Right. And therefore, you wouldn't just call someone... You know, just just out of you know, well, you, if you read the Bible, you must be this. Right. I mean, we're not stealing children in the night and no flying through the air. No, that didn't work out well. <laughs> no, that was Gretel Day. Sorry. <laughs> we figured out ways to assimilate. Yes, because we have to get rid of that third nipple. Yes. <laughs> She's a witch, witch, witch. I think it's kind of funny though because I always joke around with my mom that I think she's a witch too and she just won't ever admit it. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mom has always like done little things that it's like, all right, that's on the borderline, you know? Yeah. Like she loses <laughs> something and the first thing she does is like ask St. Anthony to, to look around for it. You yeah. Know? There's like certain traditions that we have that are like, where did that come from? Yeah. You know? She wears a lot of like stones and believes in like the, the powers of stones and the healing of things. And maybe putting positive energy, like, hey, you'll see it on Facebook all the time and everything else is, hey, everybody, you know, someone's going, so and so's going through this horrible time. Can you give me all your thoughts and prayers? Mm-hmm. It's like, and everybody of all different religions or practices will participate in that. Mm-hmm. And no one ever says, oh, but only if you're Christian or only if you're Catholic or only if you're a witch. It's, I need the most positive energy towards this person that you can give so everybody to come together and do this. And everybody does, and no one bats an eye because of the fact that you're doing something good for someone else. Right. I always joke around with my mom that she's a strega. The strega. The strega. Those are Italian witches. Mm-hmm. And you know what's really funny? When I was a kid, my mom always used to read me the book Strega Nona. Which is all about an Italian witch, <laughs> and I never knew that Strega. I never knew that that's like the word Strega came from that. I always thought like that was her name, mm-hmm. like Strega Nona, but she was a witch. Yeah, she made pasta by magic mm-hmm. <laughs> and cleaned up the, and you washed the dishes and did all kinds of crazy things. Oh, God, I right really now. wish I could do that part. Oh yeah, <laughs> Strega Nona, the seven <clears throat> crazy washerwomen. Mm-hmm. She used to read me that book all the time too. There you go. Oh, Robin's See? now showing us a picture. There she is. Yes. Yep, that's Dragonona. There you go. She's got her big cauldron right there. Yeah. Cooking up some pasta, putting some good intentions yeah, in it. Yeah, that's so evil. That's very, very um, stereotypical. The Italian witch is making pasta <laughs> with magic. <laughs> hey, Italian food is freaking fantastic, so I mean, it's I'm been not, happening a long time. I'm not saying it wouldn't actually happen, though. I'm just saying. Well, I always tell her it's her fault that I turned out yeah, this way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I just think that it's almost like you constantly have to be educating people. And it, it can be exhausting sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, I have a little quote um, 
gonna probably butcher the the name of the person who, who um, quoted this but I think this kind of sums it up a little bit too with this is witchcraft is a way of life for individuals not the masses and there's no point in you coming towards the craft if you are a wimp a follower a coward or a fool as sorcery is both a practice and a priesthood and it is not a garment that can be discarded when the going gets tough and this is Lida Angelus something like that but I thought that was pretty interesting because it isn't something that you just dive into because you think it's cool but it's definitely a practice and you do have your own you know your own I don't want to say rules or anything like that but beliefs that go along with it and each one develops them themselves yep most witches have yep. their own Bibles yep their own book of shadows their yep. grimoires yep that are very specific just to them and most witches aren't doing the, the, oh, you have that, oh, you're doing it wrong. You gotta do it this way. It's, wow, that's really pretty cool. I know. It's so Would crazy. you like to see what I'm doing, too? Yeah. How about you make me this one thing, and I'll make you something in return, yeah. and then you have now, we both have two items that we can use. It's, it's just It's a amazing. crazy little... <laughs> I know, it's sharing and stuff. It's really kind of... And it's mutual again, respect. That's what makes you powerful, is because you don't have all of that resentment towards anyone and you just accept people and you don't try to be bigger and better than someone else and people get nervous when there's no control. Everyone should be a witch. Right? Yeah. Right? It's fun. <laughs> it is. And I think it's like you feel like you're in control. You know, if there's something going on in your life that you don't like, if there's a way that you're feeling that you're not happy with, mm -hmm. um, you know, your ritual work, whatever it is you do, I feel like that gives people control. It gives people empowerment to know that, you know, they're not just, you're not a victim all the time. Absolutely. You know, there's so many people that walk through life like, oh, why does this always happen to me? Everything bad happens bad to me. Yes. You what know? was me? But they don't really try to do anything to solve their own problems, and they don't put enough out there that's good to try to help others to look beyond their own you know mishaps because once you do that I mean you know you always hear it pay it forward once you do something nice for someone you've lit up something in them that makes them feel like wow that was a really wonderful thing let me do something wonderful for someone else and that's really what this practice is all about is pushing forward great energy so that you collaborate with more people and develop a lot of great energy unless someone's a jerk to you well, if they're a jerk to you, yeah. I mean, for the most part, we just kind of don't give them that positive energy at all. And then some of us make sure that we have someone else to help us to not, like, lose our shit. You know? <laughs> it happens. It can be dangerous. That's why you had your one anchor to kind of hold you to make sure that they ground you again and remind you. <laughs> right, Rob? Don't we? That's right. We have, we're anchors sometimes. So I have to tell the, the story about <laughs> when Rob and I were not with Cheryl at this mm -hmm. one um, convention. AKA Magnolia. Yes. And <laughs> there was a woman there that was selling a bunch of really interesting things. And I happened to come across... Um, interesting. interesting interesting things, things. yes I happened to come across some coffin nails and as I was looking at them and you know 
I was obviously very intrigued by what those coffin nails could do, I decided to purchase them. Mm -hmm. And my good trusty companion, Rob here, um, made it a point to tell Cheryl what I had purchased. Yes. <laughs> because he was yes. a little concerned. He wanted to make sure that those are going to be used for good. <laughs> Not bad. But they didn't end up nailed into a piece of wood with someone's name on it. That's I right. knew that was something that Cheryl wouldn't let you buy if she was there. <laughs> That's why I said... <laughs> That's why she does that when I'm not around. <laughs> yeah. We do have some interesting things in our in our rooms. Yes. Um, and it is some of it is kind of stereotypical, you know. Like I have newt. Um no, but the, no. I have like we oh. have jars of like, you know, snakeskin. Yeah. Um wolfsbane. Graveyard uh bloodroot. Graveyard mm -hmm. dirt. Mhm. Mm I'm trying to think of some of the more interesting uh Jezebel root. Mhm. Mm Black hawk bark, uh, all kinds of really interesting things. Sage, basic thing, right? Yes. Oh gosh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, every witch owns some sage. Yes, <laughs> that's a staple. Sometimes sure even non-witches come into contact with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's but again, that's the thing is that here's a an herb or, or whatever, and um. And it's shared amongst other people that might, you know, need it. Someone wants to just kind of make sure their energy in their house is pretty clear and clean. Then you just burn a little sage, and that goes forever back in the day. Mm -hmm. Native Americans have used it, everything else. And and it's something that people readily share. It's it does, not anything bad. Yeah, it, it does seem very clean and clear here in the Parabattle Studios today, especially. It sure does. <laughs> Which is work for wine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're cheap. I do. But that's another thing. Like, you'll never see a witch take money. Nope. You'll see organized religion take money all the time. Mm hmm. Pass the little hat around the, yeah. the little basket. Yep. There should be an energy exchange of some sort, but sometimes that's just, again, that's a bottle of wine. Um, it could be, you know, just anything. Like, just really someone going out of their way to. To really thank you for something and, and really put in their their heart into that, you know, that thank you and just the energy is good. Yep. So I think that um, the bottom lines are that you don't have to dance naked under the moonlight to be a witch. Damn it. <laughs> All right, um, fine, I'll stop. You don't have to make a pact with the devil. Really? Because that seemed like the, the whole backbone to, <laughs> right? to the ha hammer of the witches. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No. Misconception. Hmm. Yep. You don't have to fly through the air. Well, that, that would, would be, be cool. really super fun. Yeah. Right? Mm hmm But I think that, um, you know, if there are people that have questions about what it's like or how to get started, I mean, there's so many facets to even just magic in general. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, you can do magic with herbs or with candles or with string or with anything. Um, you know, I think people just have to kind of figure out what their their niche is. You mm -hmm. know, what do they feel most comfortable with? Yeah. And then kind of just go from there. Absolutely. And I think people do it all the time. That You know, we'll say some people will walk into a room and they'll automatically feel a little uncomfortable. And, and they know their intuition is telling them something. And so they do their own practices. Maybe they're taking some deep breaths to make sure they can 
you know, get through whatever it is that they're uncomfortable with. Those are all those energy magics and everything else that we do on a daily basis, all of us. Yeah. I will um, never forget the story that Rob told about when he was still out in the dating world. <laughs> He's like, uh oh. Story? Was like, be careful. No. <laughs> the girl that you were like out to dinner with, and she said that she didn't believe in witches or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was kind of, but not even that she wasn't believing it, that she was talking very negatively about it. It wasn't, because people don't have to believe in that, and we still like people. But if they kind her. of put it very negatively and think that their way is the only way, well, they're wrong. <laughs> yeah. But that was a big mistake for her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you didn't talk to her again after that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. I forgot about that. She would have never been comfortable in this group, so it doesn't matter. She wouldn't have lasted. No. I mean, my husband and I have been together for 15 years, and it's funny because he will never, like, come right out and admit that that's what I am or that that's the things that I do, but he makes little comments every once in a while. Like, we were at a baseball game a couple of years ago, and it started raining, and he looked at me, and he's like, can't you do something about this? Exactly. <laughs> like... Yeah, I'll get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or, like, we're worried about something happening, and then, you know, I do something, and, you know, it works out okay, and it's like, yeah, okay. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, I feel like people are always more willing to believe in stuff when they need something from it. Yes. And, you know, I mean, it's a balance. Yeah. You have to put in what you get out. Absolutely. You can't always just be taking, taking, taking. Absolutely. I agree. I feel like if Jeff was here, this would have been a very different conversation. <laughs> it probably would have gone on for about three more hours. <laughs> and you was, would have had to, like, defend yourselves, probably. Yeah, yeah, it would have been all right. He would have burned out the pilly winks, which I wanted to say, because we didn't get into any so of what? the uh, torture stuff. Oh, but okay. I thought pilly winks was a really funny word, and I just yeah. wanted to use it so that we could use it in the future Parabell episodes. Let's talk about it. Was, like, thumbscrews? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> ah. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> well, you don't know anything about them. <laughs> what do you know about them, Rob? I just know that they got a really funny name. They're called Pillywinks. It's like a vice. You put your hand in the vice, and screws go into your hand, and it hurts. And what was that used for? Yeah. To get witches to confess that they are witches, so that they can then stop using the Pillywinks on their hand by screwing the vice into them, and then just go... Out in the backyard and burn them in the stake. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah. A lot of really grotesque ways. Crushing people to death with mm -hmm. stones. Yep. Pressing. Mm -hmm. um, Wrenching. What yep. was it when they tied people to parts of the horse? Pulled them. Um, mm. What's it called? Oh, goodness. Well, wrenching is similar. It's like wrenching is when they put ropes around someone's head and then they pull them both ends squeeze the head yeah well this is a, yeah well they take their limbs and they have the horses going up directions and they and pull them and there's a word for it and i cannot remember me too oh my goodness gracious i'm sure our ancestors would remember i know they would <laughs> <laughs> we're just a little bitter no I'm yeah no. <laughs> actually most people that were burned at the stake at which for witchcraft weren't witches at all yep I mean, that's like mm -hmm. a very common misconception it was at a time, too, where you could just pretty much accuse anyone of anything. And because it was such a hype that, you know, you can get rid of the enemy that you had because, you know, 
You didn't like the way they looked at your husband or whatever else, and all of a sudden you're a witch. Or you wanted yeah. their farmland. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden you're a witch and, yeah. Quartering. Quarter, okay, yeah, quartering, which makes sense because it's yep. two hands, two legs, yep. I want to know what you just Googled to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> Tortured by rope and horse. Oh. <laughs> Came right up. Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, my goodness. I think that we're going to have to make Jeff... Get a witch name though. He's probably like listened to this whole episode and is just like, yeah, right. He's super mad. Yeah, absolutely. He's We're like, gonna make him. I don't, we might have to do witches part two. Yeah, yeah. I think the people that are actually listening should tell us what their witch name is because I want to hear some really cool ones because I might get like bored of Magnolia, and I want something really cool then. And if they let me borrow it, then I'll be able to borrow theirs. I'm gonna go with Lydia Darkmore. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. I got a lame one. Worm gash. Corpulous oh. worm gash? Corpulous worm gash. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> well, well maybe we can borrow the... someone else's for a little yeah, bit. You have to take the quiz us... again. <laughs> see, see if it's consistent and you get the same results. Yeah. Oh. But I'm kind of glad we did this one first because if mm-hmm. we do do a part two down the line and, and Jeff wants to ask a bunch of questions, at least people will have a good basic understanding first. That's right. <laughs> that will just make it like the precursor. You have to listen yeah. to Witches Part 1 first. That's yeah. right. Before you listen to, to Jeff go off on the witches yes. in Part 2. Yes. <laughs> He'll bring like some excerpt, excerpt, excerpt that's like five pages long about why you do worship the devil. I think he secretly wants to be a witch. That's the, yeah. the issue. I think he wants to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll have to ask him when he comes back from the river hell or something. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then maybe after the second episode of Witches, people could chime in whether or not they have information for us or Jeff to support either or. Yes. You know? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. We could send questions. They can send questions. Yeah. Or they could just Paramount. educate us, because you know what? None of us know everything, so maybe they got some good information that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Are you sure we don't know everything? Well, we know, know women. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> we mean you too. Don't they always say behind every angry woman is a man that does not have any idea what he did wrong? <laughs> My favorite quote about um, witches is the one about the forest. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Oh, yes. That the only thing she has to fear in the forest. Is, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty good. But I think we've kind of, um, we've given a lot of good information yeah. about this topic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if people want to write in and give us their witch names, they can get us at Parababble on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yep. Or they can send us an email at Parababble, not at Parababble podcast. We're going to get it that time the first time. I know we're so happy for you, but no. (laughs) Just write to parababblepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. There you go. I always want to say just write to us at, but then I'm afraid people will put a little Yeah. Because people will do that. Yeah. So people... If you're the kind of person that would do that, don't send us anything. (laughs) People should not do that. I think we have to go out on a good note. There you go. Right? Right? Yeah, right. A little, a little witchy woman. That's right. And that's... <laughs>
And man. <laughs> Corpulous worm gash. There you go. I'm just kind of here with the, the pilly winks. <laughs> <laughs> we won't torture you if you no. won't torture us. Okay. I won't. I didn't do nothing. You might even, you know, if you just want the land, I'll give it to you. You don't have, to, you don't have to burn me for it. Where's the fun in that, though? <laughs> I don't know. It's a whole act of control. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of my, my witch sketch and put it on the Facebook page. We'll make sure you post it. And we'll post some Straganona. Oh, yeah, Straganona. Yep. And as usual, we just want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in and being there while we babble. That's right. And thank you to Magnolias for uh, coming on and lending her expertise. Yep. Absolutely. Bippity boppity boo. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>